Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I intend to keep posting maybe an episode uh, every two weeks, so that's two every month. So I think this will be the first one of March. It should be a rather short one as the intention of my podcast is really to be as short as possible, but also as informative as possible and that's why the podcast is called rule of thumb something you can understand or remember at your fingertips something you don't have to think or listen to for too long to get the point so the topic i'll be diving in today is the purple pill Um, my issues with the categorization i know a lot of guys talk about this in the manosphere and in the red spills, red pill space. And um, for some, of course, uh, I, I keep saying it's, it's important to think about everything you're told. You cannot, um, it's not a good thing if you just parrot. Sometimes it's better to understand and, and also uh, truly get these from a person's perspective and, and see whether it makes sense or not. So one of the tricky pills for me, I'd say, uh, actually, I think the only one I actually don't really agree with is the purple pill. Um, now, what's the purple pill in the red pill of manosphere? This is the, the pill that describes men who are red pill aware but have decided to pursue their former blue pill ideas or um, hopes. So those hopes include marriage, for example, uh, a big one, I think one of the biggest categories of purple pill. And um, yeah, that's, that's, that's really the, the big piece about being purple pill. You're red pill aware, but you still want to pursue marriage despite the information that we have today and what's currently going on in the world regarding that uh, institution. Now, this this might not be per se 100% correct and I wouldn't mind clarification on it. I have tried before on, uh, on Twitter, in my Twitter engagement, but I seem to go back or fall back to the same place. Maybe I don't want to accept the red pill on marriage. Anyway, so um, what's the intention behind this? I think the intention behind Purple Pill is being idealistic. It's um, looking at marriage from the happily ever after perspective. If you've watched Shrek, I think there was I think there was a land where where the I think Princess Fiona's parents came from, and I think it was happily ever after land. So the place where all these princes and princesses end up after these crazy journeys of fighting witches and fighting dragons and all sorts of stuff and eventually the prince rescues the damsel in distress and they live happily ever after now we see this not just in fairy tales but also on television a lot of the movies where a guy chases a girl across a country or countries or tries to steal her from the evil bad dude that she's going to marry and he rescues her from it and then they get married and it's raining and they're kissing and 
all that nonsense and they're always smiling and rose petals are always falling wherever they're walking without anyone pouring them and uh, yeah everything is happy lovey dovey yeah, that thing um, and that is I'd say many if not most guys perspective when it comes to marriage so we look at it as an end go we look at it as something that is going to make us happier that's going to make us uh, uh, most most likely better that's going to fulfill us that is going to take away our pain take away our heart take away our suffering and that's all idealistic um, when you look at purple where it's coming from it seems well-intentioned considering the state of marriage in the West uh, but does it mean that that is the only reality to marriage? I've mentioned before that my approach to red pill is whether it's reality or not. It's not about female and uh, male intergender dynamics, but for me it's about whether this is reality or not. And reality often has a positive and a negative side. It's rarely ever just one side, right? Um, if you look at marriage, for example, so we have these statistics that are provided for the West. 50% of marriages end up in divorce. 80% of these uh, divorce proceedings are, are started by women or initiated by women. Um, I think about 80, is it 90%, 80% of alimony is paid to, to, to women. Uh, I think when it also comes to custody of kids, I think it's about 60, 70%. Uh, the, the statistics keep going and going, and uh, they, they don't seem very encouraging for the Institute of Marriage. So I can understand where the term of being purple, being idealistic, going into marriage comes from when you look at it from that perspective. Uh, but when you miss the other side of it, so for example, context, more context for these statistics is also as extremely important as what we've just talked about in terms of women. Uh, are men, for example, in a position to make good choices? Are many of the married men we have today? Uh, if you consider blue pill days, or or if you're a guy who didn't get a lot of attention growing up, um, maybe you had some mere guy attention, maybe you had some attention from girls that you didn't really like, um, or you still maybe they might you might have been like them, but because you are blue pilled, you're so focused on somebody else than, rather than yourself. Um, when you look at the state of guys today, you, you think about are, are all these guys, are all of us in a position to make good choices? And when you look around, it's the young guy or, well, let's say when you get into your 30s, uh, it's the young guy who never got a lot of attention from girls, who starts making a bit of money and starts getting some good attention from girls because of that money. And when he meets this beautiful girl who gives him that time, who's probably in her epiphany phase or who has come to the wall, he misunderstands it and thinks that is love and he commits and marries this girl based on that without having genuine desire, without understanding that uh, this person is really out there looking for a provider rather than someone she genuinely wants to be with. Um, so many men do not have this information. Many men also choose not to act on this information of getting someone who genuinely desires them when they do get the information. Um, the other thing as well is, in terms, again, related to men, is 
we have a predominance of single mothers and weak men in our times. So a lot of the guys that we have around have grown up with single moms and the songs often sung, I can't say this is for all single mothers, is you're supposed to worship women. If you see many guys, either they are extremely spoiled by their single mom usually, and that means they ideally worship her, they don't want to cross her. Every time they cross her, it, there's very strict consequences and this shapes your mentality and your view of women growing up. And other times you have a weak father, a father who is not masculine enough, who lets the woman do all the work, who is not strong and firm and disciplined enough in terms of his own lifestyle. And you grow up being this guy who's tossed and washed about by whatever comes your way, which reflects in the women that you choose eventually. So with that regard, you, when you think of proper people, you also have to look at the, the perspective that men have of marriage that might need correction. I like to say that marriage is not the problem. It is the people who are getting married, it's the parties to the marriage. And oftentimes in the red pill, guys, most of us ignore our part in this. You see a lot of guys come out and say women are hypergamous, women are this, women are that. Women are just like feminists do. But few men want to say, hey, I made a wrong decision. I was too desperate to be with a woman. I was spending too much of my time and resources on someone who was invaluable. I, I was responsible for the kind of woman I got. And once men come to terms with that, in most cases, you find your decisions actually change. When, once you understand the motivations that draw you to certain women. So I remember, for example, I used to have a streak for, for dramatic girls. I, uh, the, the, why? I, I, to this day, I can't exactly put my finger on it. But I know I just I, I enjoyed that that excitement, that confusion, and uh, that's actually a feminine trait when you think about it. It's it's not something masculine to have, and uh, also in cases I think I didn't think I deserved something certain or something good, uh, which also goes down to how you esteem yourself, irrespective of what you have achieved. You can you can have you could have achieved so much. You see a lot of rich guys just marrying off-the-wall women, and that's, that's really what the guy thinks he deserves, all the things you have to do to get women. And in most cases, we think we are below them. I, I'd say myself, I always thought, oh, maybe this girl is more worthwhile than I am or brings more value just because she's hot. And uh, that reflected in the kind of girls I chose and the kind of drama I also went through. And uh, in, when I did fix that, uh, after learning about the red pill, after realizing I had an issue, um, I started wasting less time with a lot of girls. I would move on quickly if I didn't see interest. I would also not just be with somebody because they're interested in me. And uh, eventually I think I did meet someone who was worth my time, who was valuable to me and I'm valuable to them. Um, and I think that that was something that needed correction. It wasn't about the women out there, it was about the kind of person I was, and I kept going to the kind of women that I was, and uh, that didn't turn out well most of the time. So when we look at marriage, it's important to appreciate that, at least from my perspective, that there is a blue pill and there's a red pill view to it, and uh, one is beneficial and the other is detrimental. 
blue pill view is going into marriage or thinking marriage will fulfill you, thinking marriage will make you happier, thinking marriage is going to be happily ever after, you're never going to argue, you're going to always be smiling, you're going to always have hear squirrels singing and birds chirping and when you walk out dogs come and lick your toes or whatever and um, the the woman you you have is going to be in the kitchen with an apron baking sweet cakes and she will never say anything to you she'll never test you she will never do anything to harm you that's the blue pill view the red pill view to marriage is understanding that it can end um, because that's generally how life is. We, we take these risks with friends, we take them with careers, we take them with, um, with the, the sports we play, we take them with, with many things that could end up in your death. The day that, that your choice to get out of bed today and walk out or take a, a drive to work could end up in an accident. The people who didn't make it back today, but that's a risk. And they, I don't know what the risk chances are that you get into an accident, but it's very possible, you know or get hit by lightning, or um, fail at a career, you know, 90% of businesses fail in the first year, that, but how many people keep trying to start businesses? And uh, that's, that's, that's how I look at it. You have to understand that marriage can end. It's definitely something you should not take lightly if you are considering it. It is something you need to be in the right state of mind. I don't so much believe financially you have to be there. But yes, you should be able to feed at least two mouths and, um, of course, provide in terms of rent for, for two mouths, two people, eventually maybe for a kid. And um, you need to look at it not from a final perspective, but from a way of appreciating a relationship or a marriage from a day-to-day -day basis, going through the challenges that come with it, because there are challenges that come with these things. Um, understanding that the person you're dating is a human being and they could harm you, they could hurt you. It doesn't always have to end in divorce, but they can hurt you throughout the, the marriage and you have to prepare yourself to, to get through and navigate those issues. So for me, I believe that there is a reality or a red pill perspective to marriage. I don't actually believe the purple pill does not make sense to me because marriage to me is not... Purple pill, it's not idealistic, it's about how you see it, it's about the perspective you put to it. And um, depending on how you see it, you could have a more worthwhile relationship than someone who goes into it with a happily ever after mindset, without understanding his own nature, without understanding the kind of woman he's with, and uh, without having a purpose beyond the person that you're going to be with. So I'd say, simply put, uh, marriage or LTRs to me are not purple pill. I believe it's red pill or blue pill, depending on the perspective you have of it, depending on the perspective of the guy and where the guy is coming from. As I say, all these things need to be looked at in context. I'm not trying to say everyone should get married. I don't actually believe everyone should get married. But if it's something that you're considering, um, it's not something that you should be afraid of because ooh, you're going to get labeled purple pill or because some other dude said it's this. Uh, while I appreciate many things in the red pill, this is one of the areas where I see, I'd call it a loophole, one that doesn't make sense. But as I said, I could stand corrected.
thanks for listening in hopefully catch you on the next episode take care and uh, share the podcast far and wide let other guys uh, get an opportunity to catch up on this information i think it's important that guys get to listen in on things most of us or some of us missed for a big part of our lives I think it's uh, it's about time that other guys also get to know about what's happening in this world especially when it comes to intergender dynamics and um, understanding ourselves as men cheers guys leave a comment share the podcast bye uh, hey sai um i'm basically what i'm trying to ask you uh is what's the difference in your view of the approach to marriage from the purple pill and blue pill guy so yes we know the purple pill guy is is a, a red pill away are you saying that the purple pill person is not using his knowledge of the red pill in marriage to find a partner for marriage and how to in and how they treat that partner for marriage um or are you saying that um the, the purple pill uh, guy um you know is basically a red pill guy who gets married thanks hey tata thanks for the first voice message on my podcast i really appreciate it um to answer your question being purple pill basically is knowing uh, all this information in terms of red pill in terms of in- intergender dynamics but still going with your blue pill idealization uh, maybe to make it clear is that there is no room for marriage according to red pill that to me seems the the premise of why they created purple pill it's saying that you know the information but you choose to still get married um knowing that you could lose half your property and all this stuff and still think it's a worthwhile venture to go into so that's why purple pill exists blue pill just doesn't know better he doesn't know about game he doesn't know about uh, hypergamy and all that so he's still going to believe all things are going to go super well So purple pills just that place where you're like I have the information and um, I still want to go for marriage and that 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 doesn't coincide with being red pill otherwise you wouldn't be getting married. So really purple pill is saying to me that there is no space to marry. Uh, you can have long-term relationships and all that but you wouldn't get married because there's a very high chance that you could lose half your your things. to to a woman that's 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 ideally the premise of of purple pill